Good evening, this is Pamela, and you're listening to Watchmen on the Pod. We are going to continue, or I should say really begin, the book of Revelation. Timeline decoded, Messiah's apocalyptic vision is a war manual that uses symbols and layers to hide the fulfillment by David Nikio Wilcoxon. Okay, and we are on chapter one, and it is entitled The Beasts, plural of Daniel. The proof that the beast kingdom described in Daniel 2 and 7 are the same is evident. The number is the same, four in each. The starting point is the same, for each was given while Babylon was the ruling power. The order is the same, for the kingdoms in the first vision are successive. There is the same graduation for the noblest metal, gold, and the noblest animal, lion, take the lead in each series. Only five supreme and ruling kingdoms are announced by name in the scriptures from the time of Daniel to the close of the sacred canon. The first four kingdoms are established and ruled by men, the fifth by Messiah. The first four are smitten and broken in pieces. The last one, Messiah's kingdom, endures forever. Hallelujah! The Babylonian beast kingdom was in power from 612 to 539 BC. Babylon was used to destroy the temple and city of Jerusalem and take the house of Judah captive for 70 years because of their abominations of worshiping false gods. The book of Daniel was written while they were in Babylon. During this time, Kim Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, which Daniel interpreted for him. This image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. Daniel chapter 2, verses 32 through 33. Daniel states that the first kingdom is Babylon. Thou, O king, art a king of kings, for the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, power and strength and glory. And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beast of the field and the fowls of heaven hath he given into thine hand, and hath made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. Daniel chapter 2 verse 37 through 38. Daniel chapter 7 verse 3 says, And four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse from one, one from another. Daniel chapter 7 17 says, These great beasts, which are four, are four kings, which shall arise out of the earth. This tells us that a beast in prophecy is a kingdom, which is the same message of Daniel 2 about four pagan kingdoms. Daniel chapter 7 verse 4 says the first was like a lion and had eagle's wings I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it 
The kingdom of Babylon was strong, courageous, and fierce as a lion. A lion's image is found at the Ishtar Gate along the professional way into the city of Babylon. It was constructed around 575 B.C. by King Nebuchadnezzar II. Babylon has had eagle's wings as it is swiftly conquered as it swiftly conquered several kingdoms, adding them to its empire, which brought their monarchy to a prodigious height in a short time. Its wings, which once lifted it above other nations, were plucked off by the Medo-Persians, who stopped their conquest. The once fierce beast lost its strength and became more mild and tractable. Their lion-like courage was reduced to being faint and cowardly like other men. Daniel 5 told the Babylonian king that his kingdom was at an end and would be given to the Medes and Persians. In the vision of the handwriting on the wall, Daniel told the Babylonian king, This is the interpretation of the thing. God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Thou art weighed in the balances, and art found wanting. Thy kingdom is divided, and given to the Medes and Persians. Daniel chapter 5, verses 26 through 28. In that night was Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, slain, and Darius the Median took the kingdom, being about threescore and two years old. Daniel chapter 5, 30 through 31. In those verses, we see the transition from the Babylonian beast kingdom to the Medo-Persian kingdom. The Medo-Persian beast kingdom was in power from 539 to 331 BC. Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar that after the kingdom of Babylon would come a lesser kingdom. Daniel chapter 2 verse 39 says, and after thee shall arise another king inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. Daniel 7 verse 5 says, And behold, another beast, a second like to a bear, and it raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. Silver is a lesser metal than gold, and the bear is less ferocious than a lion. The chest of silver in Daniel 2, the bear of Daniel 7, point to the Medes and Persians, who were fierce, ravenous people. They destroyed many countries, and their hunger could not be satisfied. The Medes first arose, raised on one side, and sent to Cyrus the Persian to assist him against Babylon. Babylon, Lydia, and Egypt were oppressed by the Medes and Persians, as the three ribs were found in the mouth of, like, of a bear. Like a bear, their army was massive, up to 1.5 million people, and they overwhelmed the, the enemy with their size. Daniel chapter 6 verse 1 spoke of the Medo-Persian leader. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. Daniel was thrown into the lion's den because of the law of the Medes and Persians. Daniel 6 ends with Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. 
Daniel 8.3 describes the Medo-Persian Empire, where the Persian portion was more substantial, higher horn. Then I lifted up mine eyes, and saw, and behold, there stood before the river a ram, which had two horns, and the two horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. Daniel chapter 9, 1-2 through two, points to Darius of the Medes. In the first year of Darius, the son of um, Asasiris, of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish seventy years in the desolation of Jerusalem. Daniel stayed in Babylon even after the Jews were released from captivity by Cyrus the Persian king. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar. And the thing was true, but the time appointed was long, and he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. Daniel chapter 10, verse 1. Isaiah 44, verse 28, foretold of the rule of Cyrus. That said of Cyrus, he is my shepherd, and shall perform all my pleasure, even saying to Jerusalem, Thou shalt be built, and to the temple the foundations shall be laid. History confirms that Persia's leader set the Jews free from captivity and empowered them to rebuild Jerusalem and the temple. The book of Ezra focuses on the temple rebuilding, while the book of Nehemiah talks about the reconstruction of the walls of Jerusalem. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom, and put it also in writing, saying, Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Ezra chapter 1, verse 1 through 2. And the elders of the Jews built, and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai, the prophet, and Zechariah, the son of Edo. And they built and finished it according to the commandment of the God of Israel, and according to the commandment of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Ezra chapter 6, verse 14. The book of Haggai begins by noting that they are under King Darius of Persia in the second year of King Darius. In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, in the first day of the month, came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet unto Zerubbabel, the son of Shelatel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest. The book of Zechariah also begins by noting that they are under King Darius of Persia in King Darius's second year. In the eighth month, in the second year of Darius, came the word of the Lord unto Zechariah, the son of Berechah, the son of Ido, the prophet. Daniel chapter 11 verse 1 through 2 points to the overthrow of Persia by the Greeks. 
Also, in the first year of Darius the Mede, even I stood to confirm and to strengthen him. And now will I show thee the truth. Behold, there shall stand up yet three kings in Persia, and the fourth shall be far richer than they all. And by his strength, through his riches, he shall stir up all against the realm of Grisha. Daniel, the other prophet, spoke about the Medo-Persian Empire and then the transition to the Grecian Empire. The Grecian beast kingdom was in power from 331 to 168 BC. Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar that a third kingdom shall arise that is represented by brass, which is inferior to silver and gold. And after thee shall arise another kingdom inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. Daniel chapter 2 verse 39. The brass waste represents the kingdom of Greece as Alexander the Great defended the kingdom of Medo-Persia. Daniel chapter 7 verse 6 says, After this I beheld, and lo, another, like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads, and dominion was given to it. Alexander the Great and his Grecian army gained control over the known world of his day in only ten years by the time he was thirty-two. His army was small compared to those they faced, making them agile like a leopard. Their weapons and strategies made them very effective. Daniel chapter 8 verse 5 points to Alexander the Great as the notable horn. And as I was considering, behold, an he-goat came from the west on the face of the whole earth and touched not the ground, and the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. Daniel chapter 8 verse 6 points to Alexander the Great overthrowing the Persian Empire. And he came to the ram that had two horns, which I had seen standing before the river, and ran unto him in the fury of his power. Daniel chapter 8, 8 points to Alexander the Great subduing the world and then dying at a young age. Therefore the he-goat waxed very great, and when he was strong, the great horn was broken, and for it came up four notable horns toward the four winds of heaven. Alexander died in his thirties with no surviving heirs, so his kingdom was divided. The four wings represent Alexander's four chief captains, Cassander, Lamachus, Seleucus, and Ptolemy who helped him conquer and then became heads of the empire after his death. Daniel 8 gives the vision of Medo-Persia being destroyed and succeeded by the kingdom of Greece. The ram which thou saw having two horns are the kings of Medo-Persia, and the rough goat is the king of Grisha, and the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. Daniel chapter 8 verses 20 through 21. The little horn of Daniel 8-9 is Antiochus Epiphanes, who arose out of the Seleucid of Syria. He was called a little horn because he was much less of a leader than Alexander the Great. And out of one of them came forth a little horn, which waxed exceeding great toward the south and toward the east and toward the pleasant land. 
Daniel chapter 10 speaks of the change of power from Persia to Greece. Then said he, Knows thou wherefore I come unto thee? And now will I return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I am gone forth, lo, the prince of Greece shall come. Daniel chapter 10 verse 20. Daniel 11 gives the continuous historical narrative of Medo-Persia, Greece, and Antiochus, Epiphanes, and then Rome. Alexander the Great, the mighty king, rose and ruled with great dominion. The Seleucid Empire was a Hellenistic state ruled by the Seleucid dynasty, founded by Seleucus I. Nicantor, following the division of the empire. The Seleucids, kings of Syria, the north, and the Ptolemies, kings of Egypt, the south, had incessant wars. Daniel chapter 11 verse 21 points to Antiochus Epiphanes. And in his estate shall stand up a vile person, to whom they shall not give the honor of the kingdom, but he shall come in peacefully and obtain the kingdom by flatteries. The Jewish Maccabean revolt lasted from 167 to 160 BC between a Judean rebel group known as the Maccabees and the Seleucid Empire. The Maccabean, the Maccabean uprising delivered the Jews in the reign of Antiochus and faithfully served their people as rulers and priests for 130 years. The Grecian Empire ended with the overthrow and subduing of Greece and Carthage in the decisive battles of Pindana against King Perseus. This entirely broke the power of the ancient kingdom of Macedon, with the final demise coming some years later. The Roman beast kingdom rose in 168 BC and is still in power. Iron is a base metal compared to gold, silver, and bronze, but it is very strong. His legs of iron, his feet part of iron and of clay, Daniel chapter 2 verse 33. The two legs represent the Iron Kingdom of Rome, which split in the Western Roman Empire and the East, into the Western Roman Empire and the Eastern Roman Empire. And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, forasmuch as iron breaks in pieces and subdue all things, and as iron that breaks all these shall it break in pieces and bruise. Daniel chapter 2 verse 40. The Iron Roman Empire conquered the many nations around it with ruthless barbarity and efficiency. Daniel chapter 7 expands on the description of the fourth beast kingdom. After this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, exceedingly strong. It had huge iron teeth. It was devouring, breaking in pieces and trampling the residue with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that was before, and it had ten horns. Daniel chapter 7, verse 7. In the fourth kingdom of both Daniel 2 and Daniel 7, we see the iron, which represents its strength. The iron teeth point back to the iron legs of the Roman Empire of Daniel 2. We see that it's breaking other kingdoms, confirming that both Daniel 2 and 7 are pointing to the same kingdom. 
The Roman Empire was diverse from the other beast kingdoms in power and greatness, the extent of dominion and duration. There was no one beast in nature to which, to which it could be compared. It had all the ill properties of the other beasts for craft, cruelty, oppression, and tyranny. And therefore, John described the same beast as being like a leopard having the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion. Though Daniel chapter 11 verse 20 seems to point to the Grecian Empire raising taxes, it is interesting that we see in Luke chapter 2, 1 through 3, that the Roman Caesar Augustus was also a raiser of taxes. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was the governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. The book of Revelation is about the fourth kingdom, the legs of iron in Daniel 2, the dreadful beast of Daniel 7, whose teeth were made of iron, the Roman Empire, which split into two parts, the western and the eastern divisions. It trampled everything in its path. It was in power during Messiah's ministry and when John wrote Revelation. Daniel 12 describes the Jewish people's desolation at the Romans' hands during the Jewish-Roman War of 66 to 70 A.D., prophesied in Daniel 9 and Messiah's Olivet Discourse. The abomination of desolation that Messiah warned about was fulfilled in 66 A.D. when the first division of the Roman Empire surrounded Jerusalem, like not like, but Luke 21, 20 through 21, built ramps on the walls and was ready to take it captive. Then they left for no apparent reason other than the hand of Yah. The saints saw the sign and they took the opportunity to flee Judea to the mountains for Pella for, short, for safety. The Jews were encouraged and they stayed in Jerusalem. Then three divisions of the Roman army surrounded Jerusalem and camped out, which led to hundreds of thousands of Jews dying from famine, pestilence, infighting, suicide, evascretions, and crucifixion. 1,290 days after the abomination of desolation appeared, the Roman army flooded the city and killed hundreds of thousands of Jews by the sword. The siege lasted for 45 days when it ended abruptly after the last stronghold of Jews surrendered. That fulfilled 1,335 days of Daniel chapter 12. I cover this in detail in my Olivet Discourse decoded book. The book of Revelation is about the fourth beast kingdom of Rome, which stays in power until Messiah returns to destroy it. The little horn of Daniel 7 is fulfilled by the popes, once again providing that the four kingdoms in Daniel 2 and 7 are only about four beast kingdom, the last of which is Rome. John picks up the story of the Roman beast kingdom and describes three different phases in Revelation chapter 12 through 13. In Key to the Apocalypse, Henry Gratian Genesis says, The four great kingdoms of prophecy plainly agree with the four great empires of history. Their number is the same. Their order is the same. And they have the same common point and same course, character, and termination. 
The first kingdom of Ptolemy and Daniel is the Babylonian, the second the Medo-Persian, the third the Grecian, the fourth the Roman. Daniel doubly represents these four empires by four distinct metallic parts of a single image, by four successive wild beasts. The fourth kingdom of David reappears three times in the Apocalypse of John, while the fifth kingdom of Daniel, the eternal kingdom of God of heaven, is the terminal kingdom of the Apocalypse. The kingdom of the mountain in Daniel 2 represents as the kingdom of the Son of Man and of the saints in Daniel 7 is identical with the kingdom of Christ and the saints in Revelation chapter 20 through 22. Further, the three great visions of the fourth empire and the apocalypse represent successive stages in its history. The first of these represents the Roman Empire under the regency of its crowned heads, the second under the regency of its crowned horns, the third is carrying the harlot Babylon, whom it subsequently casts off and destroys. Sir Isaac Newton said the Apocalypse of John is written in the same style and language with the prophecies of Daniel and have the same relation to which they have to one another to wit to them which they have to one another so that all of them together make but one complete prophecy and the 70th vial <clears throat> 1848 James Atkin Wiley says there is a close resemblance as anyone may see who compares the two descriptions between the fourth beast of Daniel and the beast of the sea seen by John. The description given by Daniel is such as it is to lead us to conclude that the fourth beast was a compound of the preceding three. It had the teeth of the Babylonian lion, the claws of the Persian bear, and the spotted skin of the Macedonian leopard. That it that is, it possessed all the propensities of its predecessors in addition to its own characteristic qualities. Now, such is precisely the appearance of the beast of the sea, verse 2. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. The summary is that Daniel only describes four beast kingdoms and that John picks up the narrative of the fourth, the Roman beast kingdom, and the apocalyptic, I'm sorry, apocalyptic vision. This becomes important when we discuss the sea beast and the earth beast of Revelation 13 and the harlot church of Revelation 17. The countries of Israel and the United States of America are referred to in Revelation, but not as the controlling beast kingdom. You will see that Revelation is predominantly pointing to the Roman beast kingdom, as Satan empowers its leaders to make war with Messiah and his saints. The saying, all roads lead to Rome, will take on a new meaning as you read the explanation of the prophecies of Messiah's ap apocalyptic vision. Praise God. That was chapter one, and I'm going to end that there, brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes on Jesus, your nose in the book, which is the word of God, and embed the word of God upon the tablets of your hearts so you will not sin against God or be deceived. All right, until next time, be blessed, brothers and sisters, and I love you all so very, very much. Bye-bye.